my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to be virtually accountable. Zoom and other video conferencing programs have uses well beyond meetings. Sometimes no one even needs to talk to make it easier to do the right thing. So a few weeks ago, I got an email from my friend KJ Delantonia that she was hosting Zoom writing hours. The idea was that at the appointed time, people could click on her link and join a virtual group of writers. People would turn their cameras on, but their sound off. The session would go for about two hours. And during that time, people would feel more accountable to working on their writing projects. Because other people were watching, they wouldn't be jumping up to do other things or watching videos on their phones. I decided to give these Zoom writing hours a whirl for two days in a row. I gave myself specific assignments for the hours. On day one, I was going to go through an old novel manuscript and write up a chapter outline. Here is what happens in each chapter. This would help with the revision process. On day two, I would write the flap copy for the book. That is, the short description of the central premise and tension of the novel that might go on the book jacket. I am happy to report that it worked. I finished those two short projects, and it's not that I couldn't have done them on my own. If I had time for Zoom writing hours, I clearly had time in general. But having a group of other people all working on stuff helped set the tone. I hadn't worked on that novel in three years, but in two days, I made some serious progress on this speculative project. It turns out that lots of folks host similar accountability groups. I saw a time log recently where a woman was up early every weekday morning to write. On her log, she put writing, and then a word which I later learned was the name of her group. These writers all got up to write first thing. Rather than be lonely at 5 a.m., they turned on their cameras and held each other accountable for showing up. 
Now, obviously, accountability groups aren't new. I'm sure many people listening to this episode are already part of one. But old-school accountability groups often required being in the same place. Accountability partnerships tend to be built around check-ins. They don't often involve the hours of actually doing the work. But they absolutely can. They can also involve people from wherever. If you feel more accountable when you have a set time for something and other people are doing it too, then see if you can host some Zoom accountability hours. You and a colleague could turn on your cameras and both work on projects that you need to get done. You and your fellow artists all turn on your cameras in your studios and keep going for a few hours. Students could have homework buddies. Now, of course, there could be a social element to this, too. There is nothing wrong with saying hello at the beginning or midpoint or end. Knowing a little bit about the other people helps with accountability. But for the same reason that some folks run a little faster on the treadmills at the gym, we often work a little harder when we know people are watching. Why not use that truth to your advantage? In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.